Okay, let's make sure we're live. Looks like it's coming through, just waiting for content. Okay, excellent condition. Let's check out audio. Okay, let's make sure we're live. Yep. Cool. Oh, good. Looks like we are. I can't, I can't load the link, though. That's weird. You can't load the link. From YouTube, yeah. Okay, there we are. There we are. Got it. All right. Looks like we're rolling. Uh, chat's going. Cool. Let me rock the intro. Cool. That was my lame-ass intro to my new show. So anyways, um, welcome to my new show called Let's Talk FGC. Um, and just a show to chat with some of our FGC members. This is going to be a rolling thing weekly going on. We're going to have a bunch of new guests and, you know, every single week is going to be someone new, someone interesting. And today's Elder God is uh, exactly what I'm going to be calling my guests is none other and our up-and-coming new FGC Africa content creator and competitor extraordinaire. He needs no introduction. Charlie Wolf, how's it going, my guy? Charlie, how are you? Yeah, no, I'm always lekker. How's the day? Stuff, how's the day been? Uh, Nerve-wracking. I think I was still. I woke up feeling still high of last night's um, Soul Stream series. Yeah. I'm still buzzing this morning because I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself, and I think the guys that were tuned in last night. They joined themselves as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, obviously a bit nerve-wracking because I was waiting in anticipation <laughs> in terms of what was going to be asked today. Yeah. So I know a little bit. I also don't know a little bit. But yeah, excited to be here. And um, all the best for your show going forward, man. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I thought we'd do something a little different. I thought we would, uh, instead of fight, let's chat. Because a lot of the time we are just chatting. I guess we're chatting in the chat, but... We don't get to find out some of the nitty gritty things which I want to ask you today. Um, awesome. But yeah, let's um, let's get right into it. So today's um, schedule, if you would put it anything, is a first to ten, a Q&A between me and you, <laughs> <laughs> a somewhat deep dive into what people might not know about you, your views, some interesting topics along the way. So we'll get right into it. And question one is, I want to know how you got into the FGC and your competitive fighting game being MK. I know you played a bit of Injustice, but I want to know your roots. Let's hear it from growing up and all that jazz. Hit me. Yeah, well, my introduction to fighting game, Sheldon, came from an arcade game when I was about four years old. And I'm not sure if many of the community members will know about this particular game, but it is a game called Yi'a Kung Fu. Yeah, Kung Fu. <laughs> that was the name of the game. And I remember being a, a four-year-old in our little corner shop. And I would have all these teenagers standing behind me. And they would just be in, in amazement to see a little four-year-old playing this game called Ya Kung Fu. Where your little character, if I, if I remember correctly, Sheldon, his name was Oolong. <laughs> Oolong. Oh, I'm going to have to Oolong. look this guy up now to see how. <laughs> no, no, he'll, he'll be there. He'll be there. Um, anybody who has MAME 64, MAME 32 might still have it in their catalog. But that's how it all started. And, um, you know, obviously growing up, um, you know, arcades and corner shops with little games in it were, were, was common found. So we would go into the, the local game shops and put our 20 cent pieces in and, and play Street Fighter all day. Street Fighter, I remember, I was just about... 11 or 12, I'm giving my age away here, guys, but when Street Fighter 2 World Warrior first, you know, hit the arcade scene, I was standing in the arcade waiting for Mortal Kombat 1 to be released. So, you know, my history in terms of fighting games goes way back, where people will only see Mortal Kombat 1 as, oh, you know, let's go back to see how it all was. Yeah. Um, I was there on release day when Mortal Kombat 1 came out in our local arcade, so <laughs> started back then. 
I was big into Street Fighter 2. I was big into Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. And I think I followed the Mortal Kombat series from Mortal Kombat 1 all the way to Mortal Kombat 4 in yeah. the arcade. Um, I played a bit of Shaolin Monks on my PS2, I think it was. Hidden hidden, hidden gem for some of the people. They, uh, they, they love Absolutely. that game. Mm. And I think a lot of us are crying out for some sort of a, a follow-up to that. Um, whether it be an actual main game or just a mode in, you know, the next the next Mortal Kombat, whatever the case may be. But I think the only thing that I left um, for other guys to play was the Mortal Kombat 3D era. I wasn't big into that at all. I didn't like the games. I didn't like the way the games felt. Yeah. Um, and obviously when Mortal Kombat 9 or, or just Mortal Kombat as it's yeah, known yeah, yeah. Was, was released, I just thought, wow, this is like a, a step back, just taking you back to the roots Obviously, adjustments here and there, but that was where it all kind of was reborn for me. Pardon the pun, Scorpion players. <laughs> reborn, but yeah, yeah, from Mortal Kombat 1 into Injustice 1, um, didn't play it competitively, basically just on my little console. And then Mortal Kombat X came out, and I think that was where my introduction to the FGC as we know it started, because, you know, when you play Mortal Kombat X and, you, and you're fighting against the AI... Yeah. You think to yourself, oh, you know, you're beating the AI. I think I you remember. Must be, you must be really good at this game. I think I remember us having a similar conversation about this when you were like, man, I can absolutely eat the AI I love. And yeah, I remember on, playing on, like, very hard. In, on very hard. I was like, shut, I mean, I'm tops. And then you play against someone else and you're like, I am not as good as I thought I was. <laughs> well, that's exactly what happened to me. And, and I saw him in chat right now. My very first competitive game um, yeah. or for competitive match was at an event called EGE in Cape Town in 2016. 2016, yes, I remember we talked about this. And my very first opponent, he, 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 I think he's in chat, so you'll know, or you might remember this, was Smoke Vengeance. Hey, Joe D. Yeah, and I took my Grandmaster Sub-Zero thinking I have it all figured out. And he brought his Kung Lao, I think it was, and he just annihilated me good and solid. <laughs> And that's when I realized that, you know what, in order to get better, you need to play better opponents than the AI. That's, that, that's, that's a great segue into what we're going to be chatting about. Um, you know, the, your first fight that you play against someone when you realize, damn, I thought I was good, you know, beating your cousins or your brothers, or your uncles, or whatever, at home, yeah. or at your local arcade, or whatever it may be, and playing against what we call them as scrubs nowadays, but playing those, and then you realize, damn... I've got to get better. <laughs> I've got Absolutely. to get better. And that's FGC so that for you. Kind of like my little hard introduction into the FGC. But um, I'm glad I attended uh, EGE. Okay. I'm glad I met guys like Smoke Vengeance and Shokan and Parasurama. Um, I'm glad I met guys like that because I think anybody in that position is able to level up their game. And, you know, the, the, the higher you level, the more you end up enjoying the game. So, yeah, that's how it all started. 100%. Did I, you know, that's the coolest thing about it. I mean, I, you've heard my story many a times. So mine, mine can save for another day. But we met at uh, Paris House, and you came through to my house for a couple of locals. And yeah. that, that scene of us all being together, getting together and playing was kind of like my big introduction into the scene. And... Um, just carrying on with that, I see. And obviously, look at where we're at now. It's five, six sure. years on. So cool. And that's kind of a segue into the next question. So question number two of this first attempt yeah, yeah, yeah. is, what about this community made you want to stay and stick it out? I mean, there is toxicity, don't get me wrong, in every kind of, I guess, eSport. But what was your inspiration, not only to play um, and do what you do, um, but also to create your YouTube channel and, you know, all of it. Stay in the FGC, stick it out, and create your YouTube. Because it's been five, six years that you've been involved in this. Probably yeah. way more, you know, way more. But I mean, in the in the current entry level that was EGE. Well, for me, what, what really made me stick to the community was just how open the guys who were already in the community were. So there was never a case of this is our community and you as an outsider can't kind of fit in here. Mm. Um, I remember at EGE, I was chatting to Shokan and he actually gave me the link to join the FGC Africa WhatsApp group. Yes. Uh, 
and just getting to know so many people without actually knowing them was just fascinating for me. I mean, we met Sheldon, if you can remember that night at Paris House, and I'd never met any of you guys before. All you knew was Charlie Wolf is part of the FGC, so all you saw was text coming through, but you never actually met me. I could have been a serial killer. <laughs> Dude, um, we lived a risky lifestyle then, I can tell you that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, just the way that the, the community at large just invited people into that community to, to ultimately grow that community, for me, was the inspiration. Um, and, you know, I was the newcomer in there, but since I've been there, I've invited so many other people into that community as well. So I think it's a, a formula for just growing and growing a community um, more and more. It started with FGC Africa on the PS4. Um, MKX wasn't too big on the PC before MKX L was released. And then suddenly the PC community started growing. So guys like uh, Nevermore and the Stabs or, or Captain Stab, McNabb back in the day. As it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they started coming through. So, I mean... From what started off as six or seven people, I think you were one of the first guys to actually start the WhatsApp group, Sheldon. I did. Um, I created the Steam one. I created the Steam one back in um, 2015, I think. 2015, 2016. And now we're like 200, almost 200 um, community members that are active in just keeping everybody alive in terms of keeping everybody interested. So it's been an absolutely fantastic journey. Um, uh, makes me smile every day. Every time I see it and I see the community doing the things that they do together, it's, it, it really is inspiring, especially everyone's banter. I mean, I can, I, already see, I can already see JD and the boys in the chat. Everyone creating YouTube. <laughs> Everyone creating YouTube because of lockdown. <laughs> no, nah, but you know, the YouTube, the YouTube channel, the idea actually started with um, the PC community, for, for me at least. Um, it was a Saturday afternoon last year in November, I think it was, and I just called a couple of guys up and I said, listen, how's about we just have a quick eight-man tournament, um, live stream it, and just see what happens. And I was amazed to see all the PS4 boys coming along and, and, and supporting the chat and just supporting the, the guys on PC who, who often overlooked initially because of the big difference between the, the, the consoles and the platforms. But um, with MK11 almost being identical on either of the platforms, it was just such a surprise to see everybody supporting. And yeah, that's where the the, 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 the Carlo Fisser channel was first born. Yeah. And I just thought, you know what, um, with us having our government names <laughs> and us having PSN IDs, I just thought it's much better for us to actually stick to our, 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 our gaming personas. Dude, that's... Um, that's, That's where you changed the channel to Charlie Wolf Gaming, and yeah, it's still it's still going and it's going strong. I mean, you you it's like you're literally segueing me into every question. So I'm going to bring up the next question. Talking about our government names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where <laughs> does the gamer tag Charlie Wolf come from? I mean, I want to know the history behind the name, and why you're only the 78th best Sub Zero in Africa. Um, it's now 88. Huh? It's so 88. 88. I mean, he has, yeah. he has the number one, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Before Charlie Wolf, it was actually just my government name, Carlo187. Um, but Carlo being good, because I always consider myself as a bit of a goody two shoe, and okay. 187 kind of being bad, obviously with Mortal Kombat influence, you know, chopping somebody's head off. So. I was always wanting something that, that spoke a bit about good and mm -hmm. spoke a bit about bad. And, you know, when I was growing up, my favorite cartoon, funny enough, was Peanuts. I don't know if you remember that. With Snoopy. Peanuts, Char Charlie Brown and Snoopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just thought, okay, well, Charlie's there. And I mean, Charlie, in terms of my own name, if I can just go back, you know, Carlo is actually Italian for Charles. Fair enough. And, yeah. uh, and Charles, you know, Charlie, you know, there's, there's a link there. I and obviously, we'll see the link. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown being the good guy. Yeah. And um, Big Bad Wolf being the bad guy. I just kind of put the two together. And yeah, Charlie Wolf was born. So the, that's how it came about. And the you know what? Of Charlie Wolf's name. It's always such a surprise yeah. when you hear it. I mean, mine's really boring. Mine was, uh, we were playing COD with my mates, and uh, he wanted to. Give me a PSN profile, sign me into PSN, and that was the name that they offered me. <laughs> oh, well, you know, it, it has to start somewhere. And I mean, sometimes you, you get bored of your name, sometimes you keep it. I personally got bored of my first name. I just thought, you know, there has to be something more than, than Carlo187. 
Well, that's, uh, that's a great thing that you say, because I was going to ask you, if you could change your name, would you? And you did. You had, you had your original one, and then you thought yeah. of a new one. And yeah, and when, when PSN offered us the, the option of changing our gamer tags for free for like 30 days or something, I thought, let me just jump on this bandwagon as well and, and actually just change my name there as well. So CV187 became Charlie Wolf Z A. Carla187 on PC became Charlie Wolf. And yeah, yeah I'm just sticking with that. Nice one. That's awesome. And I think it also talks a little bit about, you know, the, 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 the fighting scene in general. I mean, sometimes you'll have a great day. And sometimes you'll just suck. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, last night after the stream, you know, I just kind of stayed in the coffee and we were playing with, with Killjoy and with I Am Grooty. And I pulled out my Devorah and I annihilated Killjoy. What? Are you and then the next game, in the next game Killjoy just annihilated me. So, you know, good and bad, Charlie Wolf. Yeah. just kind of stuck to me and that's oh. kind of what I'm keeping for as long as... <laughs> That's awesome, man. So, this next question is talking about NRS games. Yeah. Which ones have you played? Okay, so now I know we did the beginning stages. So, you've done NK9. You've done... Yes. Injustice 1. Yep. Did you do Injustice 2? I did indeed. Okay, Injustice was... 2 was actually my most successful game competitively. Was it? But we'll get into that, yeah. Okay, cool. Because that's... The, yeah, that's exactly what I want to know. When it comes down to... Um, who you've mained in Injustice 2. Yeah. I want to know who and why. And competitive games that you've comp competed in. I want to know who yeah. you've mained and why. Okay, so I think most of the guys who know me from MKX days will know that I was very big into that guy that you've got there on your desk there, Sub-Zero. I know, he's um, featured just for you. The Grandmaster himself. Um, with Injustice 2... In fact, funny enough, I only started playing Injustice 1 seriously after I'd picked up Injustice 2. So it wasn't kind of like a normal sequence of MK11 or MK9 to Injustice 1 to MKX. Um, I only started playing Injustice 1 after I touched Injustice 2. So with Injustice 2, I picked up Captain Cold for one reason only, and you will surely know this. I mean, he can freeze. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, watched, I played your Captain Cold on Injustice 2, and I was like... Fuck this. Fuck this. <laughs> I, um, I, hate, I hate freezing characters, and we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, and, and I, I picked him up. Um, played a bit of Supergirl as well. I just thought she was quite cool. Um, I'll get into my favorite um, competitor internationally and tell you why I picked up Supergirl. Mm -hmm. And then also, I played a bit of Robin as well, only because he just looked like such a hype character and the way Hayate controlled Robin, I just thought, gee, was this guy makes this character look so cool. That dude does Why make characters look freaking cool. So do you feel like you yeah. were inspired a lot from international players? Uh, no, for sure. I think um, I've never watched as much YouTube as I did once I started seeing guys like Sonic Fox, Scar, Hayate, um, DJT, MIT, even Perfect Legend getting mob 13 0. Hey. But I've never seen, I've never, I've never watched so many YouTube videos personally until I saw how big it was on the, the, the FGC. So, uh, yeah, I, I can 100% agree my daily, there. My daily, my daily go to just to see if anybody's releasing new videos. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's just been a, interesting journey that's cool that you mentioned that because I, I i did the exact same when you know new content was coming out and i don't think it's a bad thing obviously we're focusing a lot on our local content and we've got a lot of local guys and stuff but in the early days we were chasing something higher and they're chasing it higher and watching these guys compete and using their new tech and maybe mimicking it and trying it out ourselves and getting our own flavor yeah was definitely a um a tool to use especially when we were doing our little competitive games at home you know and doing our little little tournaments um talking about tournaments what are your thoughts on mk11 versus other competitive esports in the scene and what bothers you at the current state in africa i'll i'll talk about what bothered me about the current state in africa shortly but just talking about mk11 competitively um one thing we haven't had, at least in Cape Town, and I'm not sure what it's like in other parts of South Africa at least, is enough local events. We haven't mm. seen any big offline 
MK11 tournaments. That was the case with MKX and Injustice 2. Um, so personally, I would love to see um, some offline events. And obviously, with what's happening in the world right now, that becomes a little bit impossible for the time being, at least. Um, but I just think with MK11, it's such an accessible game. People with, at various skill levels can play MK11 and actually enjoy it. Um, where I think like games like, for example, Tekken and Street Fighter, it's very much a high-level game. Mm. You know, if you're not at the particular level, you don't stand a chance against some of the other guys. And, and like I mentioned, you know, I don't see myself as one of the top players, but on my day, I can give Killjoy a run for his money or give Shokan a run for his money. So I think that's what makes MK11 so, so, so much fun for me, at least. Mm. Um, it's just the accessibility of picking it up. It's not too difficult to pick up. You can play multiple characters um, and you can still maintain some level of competition as well. So that's definitely the thing that I want to see a lot happen in, in MK11. Yeah, I definitely I definitely would love to see more locals um, in South Africa going down. I, I mean, that was what we used to do. We used to host locals, although they were, they were quite far. And we started to start setting them up you know, back back in Joburg. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah. doing the Pretoria side. Um but locals are a key factor, and a lot of people have been talking about this lately. And I think it's going to make a very big comeback once lockdown's over, as the guys are going to get together more often and Absolutely. compete in person. Because there's a different factor offline. I promise you, you think you're good out, you think you're good online, and until you play offline, it's like a, it's also now another different factor. Eh? Now for sure, and you can rest assured that um, once we are able to do. Um, offline events again. Charlie Wolf will be there, yeah. and anybody in Cape Town area who who supports the the FGC, who's based in Cape Town, um, and I mean I know that some of these locals even attract people from other parts of the country as well. So, you know, as 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 soon as we are able to do it, Charlie Wolf Gaming is going to go from YouTube to the local event scene as well. So, looking forward to that as well, and. You know, I'm getting more people that. in offline, it's, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. I'm loving that positive vibe, uh, Carla. That's really cool, man. Um, we we missed a we missed a part of one of the questions before this. Before we move on, because the the next question is the last section for the first half. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to know, who are you maining at the moment in MK11, and why? I think I'm maining the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we heard you're also doing well. Yeah, I, I picked up um, quite some time ago, in fact, but have been spending quite a bit of time with her now with uh, the recent season of Combat League. I've got a fairly good record on the PC, at least. Uh, another quality of, of opponents on PC is not necessarily as high mm -hmm. as your PS4. I think most of the guys are on PS4. But, I mean, there's some seriously good people playing PC as well. And um, Well, that's the thing, is that... The divide is definitely there, but it's only just by what preference of console. I definitely think that a lot of the players that are playing on PC could adapt to PS4's standard very quickly. Yeah, and I think more quickly so with MK11 because, like I said, the accessibility of picking up the game is there. Yeah. Um, you know, in terms of difference of console, there's not any real difference between PC and PS4, which was the case on MKX. Um, there was a big difference between the two games, just in terms of how NRS supported MKX versus how they actively supporting MK11. So, I think the competition on, on PC, albeit slightly lower, is, is definitely there. Um, a lot of the PC players also have access to the PS4 console, so they're kind of chopping and changing between the two platforms. And then, of course, and I'll probably get to it a bit later in the show, Sheldon, is mm -hmm. wanting to get the Xbox players on board as well. Dude, 100%. Um, 100%. Cross-play is available. It's, it's not impossible to do. I mean, you can definitely uh, just join a room that's got cross-play enabled and then host it right there. Yeah, and I think we're hoping that the, the, the support for that particular function, cross-play, is going to be up just a little bit because it's not fun. I mean, ping spikes, 300 ping... It's common fun on the crossplay platform, at least in Africa. So, you know, if we can have a local Xbox event where we can start seeing more Xbox players come to the fore. I mean, we've got a couple of Xbox players here which are really good. There are some Xbox players who claim to be really good. <laughs> and, you know, whether you're claiming or whether you are, just come on, join the community. Exactly. Showcase yourself and, and, you know, just be part of something bigger than just 
an ego or an attitude, etc. So, Mr. Joe says you got to get the Nintendo Switch guys in. Nintendo Switch as well. I haven't <laughs> selling my life, but you know what? If these guys out there that play and want to be seen in the community, by all means. First, um, one of the community questions, FGC member questions, comes in from Terry, who sent me this in yep. the week. She, uh, sorry, he <laughs> said, "Why does Charlie now decide to use Devora? Why now? Why? Why now? Because you know Terry is a uh, loyalist. He played Devora exclusively on MKX, and I remember, did, and he did it again with MK11. Not so, not so much on the scene. I played him the other day. He's got a very good Devora." on ps4 but his he internet plays the is the variation if i'm not mistaken he yeah. plays a variation number three he's yeah he's mad mad you know funny enough i was in the earlier days of mk11 i was playing combat league and I actually came across mr stefanto yeah. and i think he actually posted our video on youtube um and mm. it was titled something along my first devoter murder in combat league or something to that effect yeah um uh, if i'm not mistaken i whipped his ass but Let's not go into that. Did he still post it though? He still posted it. Ah, I think it was. Is. I think it was. I think it was um, two sets, and it was one either way or something to that effect. The other day, I posted a video onto the channel, and I was like, "Guys, this guy's plug pulling on me. He's plug pulling on me." I was like, "How's this guy <laughs> lagging in the corner?" And every single one of you guys called me out, and you're like, "Schultz, you you just salty, bro. You just salty." <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's. But let's why talk. the border? Why the border? Again, you know, are I, you chasing I, top tier? Huh? The, the board is far from top tier, and you no, can ask Sonic Fox. Yeah. <laughs> I, agree, um, I, agree. I, I saw him play the buzz variation Sonic Fox, um, liked it, the setups and everything. But when I saw Honeybee play um, the arachnophobia variation, I just thought to myself, there's something in this character that not many people are prepared for. Um, the down one into the tentacle strike or, or overpositor or whatever it's called just catches people out every single time. And, you know, when I can bully people in the corner with a character, I'm going to pick that character up. And that's exactly what I'm able to do with Devora. And yeah. So you're enjoying the bullying factor from Devora. I love it. I love it. And don't get me wrong. I get bullied as well. And I, I know how it feels. <laughs> so when I can dish out a little bit on, from my side, you know what? I'm all for that. So yeah, oh. Devora, Erin Black. Um, tried to pick up Sub Zero, but unfortunately he didn't have the Ice Clone. Mm. He's got he's got this Arctic trap, but he's not quite the same. I think um, for me at least. Sub Zero MKX Ice Clone in the corner, and if you nailed it so perfectly on Hard Knockdown, it was literally the most irritating tool. I, every time I played a Sub Zero player, I, I'm almost through the controller every single time because I would just get so frustrated. I hated it. But like I, I honestly said, hated you it. can bully somebody in the corner with a character. Oof. I'm going to pick that character up. So, Devora yeah. is my character for MK11. But, um, like I said, back to the topic of, of accessibility. Um, there's probably about three or four characters on the roster that I don't play in MK11. Yeah, so, we, we spoke about that. Hey, it was, And there's not many because you, you, like to, you like to fiddle around with everyone. I do. I do. That's awesome. But... Talking about getting stuck in a corner and, and not taking your losses well, this is a great segue into the next question, is the factor of salt. Now, you've taken, uh, uh. This, you've taken this to a really cool standard, but the question basically goes, what do you feel is the most important characteristic in order to be successful in fighting games, and why is it salt? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely salt is the... And, and, you know, there's a big difference between salt and toxicity. Yeah. You know, you can be salty. Um, if you want to generate a little bit of salt, teabag your opponent at the end of, you know, annihilating him 2-0 in combat league, teabag him, and, and hopefully it's going to cause some salt. And I think that the purpose of salt, and we're seeing it in the series now as well, the salt series on the Charlie Wolf Gaming YouTube channel, Yeah. is when there's salt, you actually, as, as, as two opponents prepared to take each other on so you're actually going away and you're trying to up your level in preparation for your for your opponent yeah and i think that's the purpose of of why we want the salt series to go is to actually generate a bit of salt between these guys so that they can go back have a run back request hopefully but in doing so level up a little bit 100 percent. you know you know I, I think for me that's that that's the, the idea of salt so 
you know, when you've got a game where fatalities and brutalities and, and teabags and whatever is at the disposal, mm. don't finish the match off with a, with a poke or a normal. Give it to them. Yeah. Make them feel that they're playing Mortal Kombat 11 because hopefully they're going to go back to the drawing board, hit the lab, come back a little bit stronger. Um, I mean, I don't know if he's watching this, but for example, Atrocity is my ever end on PC. And he will give me mercies and he will do all sorts of weird and wonderful things. But at the end of the day, I'm thinking, what can I do to get to that level where I can actually give him a game? Yeah. Hundred percent. And I think that's the purpose of the Salt series is just to not get people all you know bent out of shape and start swearing and and swearing each other's moms out and what have you. It's about getting the lab, hitting the lab, and leveling up and actually just coming back that much stronger. Enjoying the best part that is metal, that is modern combat and making it a fun and learning part of it. Eh? Absolutely. Dude, it's been watching from the sideline for your assault series it's been my absolute favorite thing to watch watching the guys come in and teabag the thing is i know that these community members know each other quite well and they are and everyone eggs them on in the chat and these guys are reading the chat and everyone's you know making jokes it's that part of the community i always find brings more people in and absolutely i can't commend you more i'm looking forward to the next ones and i'll be there supporting you pal. <laughs> I love it. Uh, don't worry, we're still going to have you on the Salt series, so just keep that in the back of your I mind. I will, I will, I will, I will. I've, I've got to level up first. I've got to get, get, get a little better. But I'm doing all right. I'm not doing bad. I'm, I'm, I'm holding, not doing too I'm bad. Holding, uh, that shaman of yours, that shaman night wolf of yours looking rather dangerous. Yeah, so. my shaman. My shaman. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. Anyways, that's, the, that's the end of our first half and just in time, half an hour. That's our first half of the first of five. So we've got the next five coming in. So... Just a little, um, a little couple plugs here. We got two bonus questions. They're kind of quick fire, two quick questions for you, and then we'll move on um, to the plugs. But the first bonus question is: What celebrity would you rate as a perfect ten? Scarlett Johansson. Oof. Yes, I could probably agree with you there. She is. She is. Okay, well, there we go. That one was easy. Um, especially especially in the suit on Iron Man 2. That little black number she wore there. Yeah, I wouldn't mind being Robert Downey Jr. for a while. <laughs> and some dull blows, huh? Oh, no, 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 no. She screams, huh? She, she screams. screams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in the chat, give us what your perfect 10 is. Why not? Why not? Uh, second bonus question. Yeah. Seeing as that we play, we play a game where you actually rip each other's limbs and shit off. What body part wouldn't you mind losing? Maybe a middle finger. Maybe a middle finger. You just one, one finger? Yeah, just a middle finger, because sometimes this thing has a mind of its own. So if I don't <laughs> like the situation, I'll throw it up. So you know what? Maybe it won't be a bad thing if the middle fingers disappear, so I can't you know, curse with my body parts as opposed to cursing with my mouth. Yeah. But... Yeah, no, I don't think I look forward to losing any any particular body part, Sheldon. <laughs> fair enough. But I had to choose probably a middle finger. Okay, 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 fair. Cool, so here's my, my chance to plug again. I thought it halfway through. My name's Sheldzable. My friends call me Sheldzable. And um, we just, you know, this is a series that we're doing. Please, you know, close the live chat, drop a like, come back, chat with us, follow me on Twitter. My name's at Sheldzable. It's really easy to find. It's up on the right. I think it's over here. Whichever side it is. Those are my YouTube and Twitter links. Please also, Charlie Wolf, today's Elder God, will be down that side. Um, let me check I'm pointing in the right direction. Yeah, you're down that side. And please go and follow Charlie Wolf on Twitter and on YouTube. The man is making streams happen all the time. He's got shit going on Twitter. He's got shit going... He's got competitions going down. He had the lockdown series. He's now got the salt series. He's commentating FGC Africa. Sometimes I come and help him out. It's awesome stuff. Please go check it out. Sub, do your thing. Do your magic. Um, on that note, I want to ask the chat to please ask a couple questions. Um, Mr. Jivs, I did see yours, so I will be asking that at the end um, of the video so i've seen it there i've seen you tag me so i tag me at shelterable i can i can see it straight away so i've seen yours already mr jib so i will be asking yours but we're moving on to the next half which is question six we're in the end game now aha uh -huh. cool so 
Question six is, how does it feel to lose 3-0 to me back in 2016? Why are you so bad at this game? And what do you think you can do better? Why does it feel so bad to do 3-0 to you? Because in my mind, I'm the best against the AI. I'm thinking I'm the best. So why the hell <laughs> taking 3-0 over me? It, it, it can't happen. No, but you know what? You know, every loss, I think, um, whether it be in games or whether it be in life, in sport, whatever the case may be, every loss is a, it's an opportunity to learn. 100%. And, um, so, you know, you're going to beat me 3-0 on any given night. A week later, I might beat you 3-0. That's just how it goes. And I think bottom line is if we just keep that cycle going and keep leveling up, um, eventually we will be part of the 1%. Yeah, dude, if the one percent, eh? Oh, that's gonna be that uh, special thing. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm the second best scrub outside of South Africa. But um, <laughs> have you, uh, Mr. Jobs, actually asked a question that kind of basically is the exact same thing? Have you ever considered switching games? And if you did, what would you play other than Mortal Kombat or NRS? So, because obviously we know you yeah. played it. Would I switch games? I would probably put. Um, uh, one or two sessions of a particular other fighting game. For example, I've played a bit of, of, of Tekken 7. I've played a bit of Street Fighter 5. Um, I won't call myself terrible at them. But just what those games lack, which I think all NRS games have, is like I mentioned, it sounds like a broken record now, is the whole thing about accessibility. It takes so long to pick up a particular character on one of those other fighting games. And with NRS titles, I think or feel that, you know, you can pick up a character, you can spend an hour or two just to get the basics, and you can actually find yourself competing within the next day or two um, against guys that have been in the community for quite some time. Whereas with Street Fighter, for example, I I was big into Street Fighter where characters like Sagat was, was released. Yeah. I on PS4, um, who I've also met at EGE by the name of uh, Keenan Apollos, I think it is, or, or Apollo, as his um, gamer tag is. Um, and oh my goodness, I mean, it was it was it was painful trying to compete against this guy. And I, again, I thought because I was playing very hard against the AI on Street Fighter, I thought that I might stand a bit of a chance. But None yeah, no, <laughs> not whatsoever. I remember that exact same thing, hey, being at um, that MKX Cup, and I was like, damn, I'm absolutely destroying my cousins, destroying the computer, and we went there, and I just got eaten alive, and that was actually where I ended up picking up my main, was from MKX Cup, because I played a guy that just destroyed me with Kung Jin, and then as okay. you know, that's how, because I, I got, that's what I tend to do, as soon as I get beaten by a character, and I don't understand them, I go and learn them, I go and learn them yeah. myself, not to actually use them, but to actually figure out their strings, and how it works and their staggers and such. On the wall, yeah. uh, maybe not as depth as other people go, but with Kung Jin, I picked him up and I was like, shit, I actually like this character and stuck him out. But Is that who you made in MKX, um, M Sheldon? Yeah, it was Kung Jin and um, what's his uh, sector. Oh, okay, all right. And Kung Lao, also did Kim Kung Lao for I'd say the first year. Yeah, yeah. And then changed to Kung Jin, you know, Shaolin's. But yeah. Shaolin, FTS, there we yeah, go. Yeah, that's it. So, it's cool to hear that you tried out Street Fighter. I did a lot of Tekken 3 when I was younger. Um, okay. My uh, my panda was out of this world. So, if anyone wants to challenge me on Tekken 3 <laughs> and try against my panda, I can guarantee yeah, you, you, will, you will find it. But, you know, I named the show Let's Talk FGC. So, there are other fighting games out there. But look, we are obviously maining NRS titles but sure. it's not to say that a lot of people that are part of our community don't play other, t other games because they are there's a lot of them we might be focused oh, on these sure. but I know Mr. Jobs could possibly be playing something else I know um, RTK was big into Dragon Ball Z at the time I know that Smoke so was Brandon well. yeah yeah everyone's everyone's enjoying it so it's not for me I mean I just I like the salt factor I like I love <laughs> Injustice 2, one of the things that I, I hated was at the end, I wanted to do something. I wanted to be able to, other than teabag, I wanted to be able to do a fatality or brutality or a mercy. And yeah, some sort of finisher. It, it, didn't, it didn't stick for me. Anyway, so that moves us on to, you know, the next question. And 
Talking about players, we were talking about them earlier. Steam, PS4. I want to know, who is your favorite African player? Only one. At the moment. Only one? Only one. Uno. Zilch, that's it. I want to know, who is your must-watch African player at the moment? And let's tell, and tell me why. Um, I'm going to have to say Brandon Shokan. L-A-I-3-3-3. Um, because there's a bit of loyalty as well. South African he was loyalty the, there, huh? Well, not just South African, but just also from the point of view that he was the one that introduced me into this um, FGC Africa. Um, he invited me to take him on in MKX Online. And I mean, his level was like 20-fold higher than mine. But um, just having the opportunity to play him on a regular basis, level up as a result of playing against a top-quality competitor, um, and I mean, even to, to, to this point, if he's participating in any tournament, I'll normally drop him a WhatsApp just to say, good luck, I hope everything goes well. Um, when are you going to beat Mr. 5000 in MK11? Um, so definitely, Brandon Chokan is um, my favorite local or African competitor. Okay. Um, but you know what, Sheldon, I can't, I can't let this question go by without mentioning a couple of others because... It just wouldn't feel right. Okay, okay, that's fine. You can um, drop a couple more. Of course you can. Yeah, now I'm going to have to name drop here, but I mean, if I look at the Zambian scene, guys like AI Killjoy, I mean, he's an absolute titan in Mortal Kombat 11. Titan. Um, and I think an, an inspiration for everybody that plays Mortal Kombat 11 to just get that much closer to that level that, that guys like himself, guys like um, Shokan, Guys like Mr. 5000, guys like Moochie or Cortex or whatever he prefers to be called. Um, Mark the Shark or X-Ray 92. Um, Atrocity, for obviously being in the, the PC space, um, have to just show some love there. Guys like Ngorni, um, Solomons. You know, there's, there's so many names that I can call. And I mean, everybody who's, 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 who's made contact with me who knows that if I did leave the name out, it's not because I forgot about you. There's just so many of them. So yeah. I think what I really love about this community is that as much as there's so many people that have kind of been here since the beginning, there's so many new names coming up as well. So guys like Panda Bear, for example, who is an absolute elder god with Cetrion. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never heard of Panda Bear before. Me well, first time commentating that, uh, that, that, that wild set that they, uh, that they did. Um, incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, it's so cool to see such a big high caliber of players like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, long story short, to answer your question, and big shout outs to him there for still doing his part for the community as well. Mm. Shokan, just keep doing what you're doing, buddy. On the FGC Africa channel, and we will get into that a bit later because there's something I want to mention before the close of this. But I mean, I think we're only about 57. We still got a few more questions. Yeah, we do. And we've only got a couple minutes left. So, all right. So, let's move fire on. Let's move on. Okay. So, the eighth question is How do you, how would you fit a giraffe in a fridge? I wouldn't. Well, would. actually, you know what? I would. I would. Would I you? would call one of the, I would I would call one of the Mortal Kombat characters. Yeah. Uh, basically, get rid of the giraffe's head. Okay. Um, I would call um, Sindel to scream at the giraffe just to get all that excess fat off. Okay. And then I'd probably get Baraka to come and do a little bit of a chop shop to just get that giraffe into smaller pieces and yeah. then put it straight in the fridge. Perfect. See, I knew you'd have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Guys, I see you all in the chat there. I see all your questions. I'm going, I don't, don't stress. I will be asking them at the end. Um, Tando's disappointed. Gritty said that you should have, that he should have been your favorite. <laughs> um, oh, dog. I see you. I see your comment there. <laughs> we'll have a first to three tonight, Tando. So question number nine, quick and easy, because these, these last couple questions are easier ones. I mean, we've gone in depth into a lot of things, you know, where you've come from, where you've been, where you're going. Um, but this one is just a simple one. This is just to get, uh, you know, a little bit more about you outside of FGC, which is kind of what most people tend to find they like about each other. So, what is your favorite movie, movies, yeah. off the top of your head? What's your favorite series at the moment? What's your favorite food? And what's your favorite music or artists to listen to at the moment? Go. 
Okay, so favorite movies without a shadow of a doubt, the Bad Boys trilogy. We Since 1995, <laughs> watch Bad Boys, Bad Boys 1. I probably watched it about 40 times, except for Bad Boys 3. I'm still making up the 40, but yeah, Bad Boys, without a doubt, my favorite movie of all time. Favorite series has to be The Blacklist. Cool. Jameson, just absolutely fantastic. I just love that type of um, cleverness, that IQ that he has in that particular series. It's just unbelievable to see, and just something new to to, to bring to your audience every single episode. So, as always, been, I didn't like the, the, the spin-off, um, but the, the mainstream Blacklist season one to five, absolutely fantastic. Favorite food? Probably sushi. Oh, cool. I love sushi. Yeah. Um, but if sushi is not on the menu, just give me a nice traditional bright chop and piece of bourrevoise and some fried chicken. <laughs> cool old pop and flakes, uh, eh? I'm happy. And then favorite music, I've got two genres that I really, I'm really big into. One being hip-hop, the other one being rock. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hip-hop, my favorite artist of all time, without a doubt, Tupac. Um, if I were to look at the artists that's out now, probably Joyner Lucas, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, those types of guys. J. Cole's and been, then, uh, yeah, my mate introduced me to J. Cole quite recently, and uh, he's, he's amazing. He's literally yeah, amazing. Cool. And then... On the rock side of things, uh, one of the bands that I've been following for about 12, 13 years now is a band that not everybody will know, but they call Breaking Benjamin. Oh, I love Breaking Benjamin. Yeah. Uh, flip, absolutely fantastic. And then not as far back, but um, probably about the last seven, eight years, uh, a band called Disturbed. Ooh. <laughs> Funny enough, and this is just for, for, for information's sake, actually contributed to Mortal Kombat 9 <laughs> on their Shadow trailer. I don't know if you remember that Shadow's trailer for Mortal Kombat 9. Yeah. They were the band that actually sang the, the song that, that went with that trailer. So if you are not aware of it, go and look Mortal Kombat Shadow's trailer, listen to that song, That's Disturbed. Absolutely fantastic band. That's so dope, dude. Yeah, it's so cool to you. And I didn't even know that you liked Disturbed. And I didn't know that you liked Breaking Bench. I didn't know you liked J. Cole. This is crazy to learn because now I have way more in common with you. No wonder we get along so well. <laughs> and I see uh, Miss, Miss Holiday on chat is actually saying Breaking Benjamin, yes. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's that's Mrs. Shaldesville. There's the wife there. That's awesome. Thanks for popping through, my love. Um, awesome stuff. So... That's the old personnel. I call that the old personnel question. Obviously, it's going to be a running series, so it's going to be something I'm going to be asking quite a lot of. So, on the first to ten, to end this off, and then we'll get into the bonus part of things. What are your thoughts about the diversity, you know, with everyone's jobs, from doctors to concept artists, to people traveling over to the States? You know, we've seen them all come and go, and balancing our love for MK. I know that you're an FGC dad, so, like, how do you deal with it mentally? How do you... Because I myself struggle to keep involved, create content, play as I can, as well as balance my life. What's your thoughts on that, Paul? Well, I think for me personally, um, gaming is not unfortunately something that I can do um, 18 hours a day. I've got a job. I've got kids. I don't have a wife. But um, my kids keep me busy. So... For me, it's about getting them involved as well. And I mean, both of my kids are avid gamers. My eldest, who is 17 now, um, heavy into Fortnite, taking part in online tournaments and, um, you know, bringing the salt in that version <laughs> of uh, the gaming community. Kids salt, yeah. And then my, my little one, who's 11 right now, he's actually, funny enough, big into Injustice 2 and Mortal Kombat 11. Um, and then also his brothers introducing him into Fortnite as well. And I must be honest with you, for the ages that they're at, especially the 11-year-old, um, the level is not looking that bad, eh? So they are probably going to continue um, going on to, you know, in things like Injustice 3. Um, my one son actually competed in the Injustice 2 tournament at EGE. Hey! Um, and he made it to the quarterfinals. Hey, well done. And... Uh, another community member by the name of Astix um, took him out eventually. I got his revenge. So, yeah. and um, <laughs> Some fatherly and think, uh, revenge there. That's awesome. <laughs> and you know what? Speaking to, obviously being one of the older, one of the OGs in the fighting game scene, um, 
one of the guys mentioned to me at EGE that they actually wish, because my kids were with me, Yeah. they actually mentioned to me they wish that their parents were as involved when they were playing games. Because, you know, in South Africa, it's all about don't play TV games on that TV because it damages the TV. I and, remember. You know, all, all sorts of <laughs> bullshit like that. So That's 100% bullshit. So, you know, for me to actually have my kids involved and my kid follows my channel... I eventually, as the channel grows, I'm going to start getting other content besides NRS games, and I'm going to host, you know, a Fortnite tournament where they're going to be participating on the channel as well. So that's all down the pipeline for for, for Charlie Wolf Gaming. But that's I awesome. think the best thing to, to, to balance it is to know that it's not the only thing that is part of your life, but it's definitely something that after a long day's work, you can just get pick up the controller and whatever difficulties you had on any given day just disappears the moment you got that control in your hand. And, and that's what I live by. That's, that's, um, that's awesome, Charlie. That's really, really awesome. I really enjoyed that. Um, and then in terms of the diversity, I mean, gosh, like, like you mentioned, we've got doctors, we've got concept artists, we've got um, consultants, we've got programmers, we've got a bit of everything. And I think it just, it just speaks volumes for the one thing that everybody has in common, and that is just our absolute love for gaming for the community for nrs for fighting games for doing what we love so it doesn't matter what background you come from um and i mean offline i'll talk to you about some of the other dreams that charlie wolf has but maybe for another time or another episode of this sure but, definitely i hope to have you back so we can definitely uh, touch on some other subjects i honestly can't say you said it any better that's uh, i agree with you 110 percent. that's exactly yeah. what the community is like absolutely and long may it continue, man. Gosh. Yeah. Long may it continue. Well, we've reached the end of our first 10. But before I conclude, I want to have a look at the chat for uh, a couple questions. You have got a couple fan questions here. Um, yeah. And you do have to answer them. So <laughs> let's have a look. So I'm going to start back where I saw someone. Mr. Jobs asked how I got my pearly whites. Well, brush your teeth. <laughs> that's how. Um, Carl, you'll be losing today. You're lots of uh, guys. Thanks so much for chatting a bunch yourselves. It's really cool. Um, while well, I did the interview with the the Q and A, Mister Joe's, we asked about the different fighting game. Um, for Charlie, okay, that's the same thing. Oh, I'm not ducking. There we go, Mr. Jervis. I mean, this has just been an absolute trend in the Soul Series. But has Carlo ever sold? Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. I think <laughs> when people sold, they put the saliva on the paper. So and I'm willing to share the Zol as well, um, Mr. <laughs> just by the way. Good man. <laughs> Uh, Level said that Carlo psychs himself up before every salt series to images of Scarlet. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I, 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 I psych myself up to images of a brutality and a fatality, but Scarlet, not Scarlet and MK just don't go together. Fair enough. Donovan asked if he can come down to you for a holiday. We'll chat offline, huh? <laughs> um, which is your favorite all time which is your favorite all time Mortal Kombat? And which did he consider himself the best in? Which is your all time favorite and which one do you consider yourself the best in? I'm gonna have to say MK eleven. Um before MK eleven I would have said um MK MKX. Oh, MKX. No, no, I wasn't I wasn't too big into MK nine competitively. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, I would have said MKX, but I think just with the amount of time that I'm putting into Mortal Kombat 11, amidst everything else we spoke about, being a father, being a person that needs to, you know, provide for the family, etc. Yeah, um, yeah. Definitely 11. Okay, cool. Quick, another next one. Who do you think is the most toxic person in the FGC? Uh, Sonic Fox. You think he's the most to toxic? I think he is. Um, I, yeah, I he like him. He can back that shit up. Uh, he can back that up. Absolutely. And, and yeah. But I do think, you know, personally, if I were Sonic Fox, um, for one day, I wouldn't necessarily segregate the FGC as in the 99%ers and the 1%ers because I think everybody that's so-called part of the 99% has an opportunity to either level up or choose not to, but yeah. still enjoy the game. 100%. So I think um, Sonic Fox is maybe talking from a pro competition point of view, 
But um, I'm happy to be part of the 99% and have the amount of fun that I'm having. Um, yeah, same, same. Donovan so, actually yeah. came in hot with one of the very, very important questions. Briani or a quarter bunny? Quarter. Quarter bunny. <laughs> I quarter Okay, uh, Charlie, how do you feel about all these DLC characters? Whereas I feel these Love. slots should have been used for classic characters, dating back to Armageddon or characters in Deception, mm. Adiris and Cobra. The only the only character from the 3D era that I would like to see in MK11, um, and it's been mentioned and referenced a couple of times as Havoc. Um, other than that, I, I don't care too much for the guys like Ashra and Cobra and Suhao and all those other characters that came along. And I think there's a reason why um, over the span of three Mortal Kombat titles, there hasn't been too many um, 3D characters. If I think Tanya's maybe the only person that's actually showed her face up from the 3D era. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely Havoc. It's the only character I would like to see. And then um, the other characters that I've seen, all the way from the Mortal Kombat characters, the guest characters, except for Robocop. Um, and I mean, you know, watching FCC Africa on Tuesday, just seeing how Robocop plays this zone wars, it's like, he would have been a better fit for Injustice too. Sorry. Uh, sorry to... Not, sorry to... You're 100% right there. But um, I, I just read a question from Smoke Legends. He said he meant the FGC Africa. He wants to know who you think is the most toxic person in our community. The most toxic person? Yeah. Um, difficult to say. I mean, I've seen a couple of things happen on the FGC um, Africa chat. Mm -hmm. I've seen a couple of things happen on the Steam chat as well. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think I'll, I'm going to give a title to anybody. But um, definitely guys like... Hashtag Joker. Yeah. Um, toxic, maybe not. Maybe just overly salty and has a bit to prove. So I think everybody is wanting to see him prove what he's able to, to say rather than, um, you know, just talk a big talk all the time. Okay. The, the, best, the best night wolf in Africa, the best scorpion in Africa. I want to see him play guys like, like Martha Shark and, and back that up. Yeah. Uh, um, couple of other people come to mind. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Sasori made a bit of noise yesterday with his um, wanting to take part in the series, having complaints about his opponent. and So, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't call it toxicity, mm -hmm. but definitely the, the, the level of salt is there. And I think that is part of the reason why the salt series is so fitting. Yeah. 100%. Because we invite guys that, that, that talk a big talk to come onto the salt series, showcase their stuff. And you know what? A big up to them if they're actually able to prove that they are in fact correct. If the, if Mr. Jivs or, 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 or Sasori comes onto the Salt series, whoopsie, the janitor's backside shows that he's able able to back up what he's saying. You know what? Big up. Welcome to the community. Keep doing what you're doing. But at least from my point of view, Sheldon, we're not going to chase anybody from the community away. I mean, if somebody has got yeah. a big mouth, bring them on. And um, I, I remember in MKX days, there was this guy, um, oh, I can't remember his name, but also a Sub-Zero player, also, you know, spoke a big game, Abdul, Abdul, TMZ or something to that effect. Yeah. Um, also, you know, made a noise on the group and, you know, and he was able to back it up. So, so big ups to them, you know, there's no toxicity levels to a point where it's destructive. Yeah, no, I get but, you, dude. Yeah. Yeah, we, we need a bit of toxicity. We need some salt as well. Not everybody can be goody two-shoes. We need a couple of bad boys in the in the chat as well. Yeah, that's it for sure. Keeps the community alive. <laughs> 100%. So, talking, so bonus round. This is the end of it. Um, we've yeah. come to the end of the show. Bonus round is basically PS5 and the future of the MK series. Quick guess. Do you think it'll be called Mortal Kombat 12? Do you think it'll be Injustice 3? Or do you think it'll be something new? I think Injustice 3 will definitely come out. I think that's almost 99% sure Injustice 3 is going to be coming out. Um, Ed Boone mentioned he would love to see Mortal Kombat, or sorry, um, DC versus Marvel. Oof, um, I love that. If NRS can pull that off um, well, and take Marvel away from Capcom, because in all honesty, Marvel versus Capcom 4 didn't do too well, or Infinite, no. or whatever it's called. So if Ed Boone and NRS and Warner Brothers are able to pull that uh, rabbit out of that, I think everybody in the community will be absolutely hyped. 100%. Um, but the next Mortal Kombat, in my mind, is probably going to be 
something along the lines of Mortal Kombat Generations or Mortal Kombat um, prequel or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. We saw at of MK11 the reference to uh, the Great Kung Lao. Yeah. So I, I would love to see, you know, Goro being the big baddie and um, some some classic kind of uh, throwback MK. Yeah, you know, That'd going cool. back origins, so, MK origins or something to that effect. Yeah. Nice one. Cool. And now the PS5 absolutely fantastic. That's exactly where we get to now is the MK trivia speed fire round. I'm going to be doing this on every single show. Um, you have got five questions. The score is out of six because one of them has got an extra point. They're quick fire. You've got five seconds to answer them. If you get them wrong, everyone in the chat is going to give you booze. Okay? That's cool. That's cool. It's going to be 100 booze. That's it. That's all I can say. That's fine. Okay, That's cool. fine. So, you ready for question number one? Go for it. Cool. Who is Bihan? Sub-Zero. Original. There we go. Who's your uh, who was the first character designed for Mortal Kombat? Johnny Cage. Bam. Who was, who was the secret fight in Mortal Kombat 1 and how did you unlock it? Reptile two perfects when the um, snow, the, the mobile goes past the pit in the mountain. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say. You're hitting it. Perfect. Okay, cool. Name six brand new characters introduced in the last two Mortal Kombat games. Devorah, Kotal Khan, um, Collector, Flippin' L. Okay, you got three so far. You got three to go. Quick. Yeah, but the five seconds is done already. You're putting me on the spot here, Come, you got, you only got, I'll give you Kong a Takeda, Cassie Cage. There Boom. we go. Boom. Well done. There we go. So mine were Takeda, Jackie, Giris, Kung Jin, Cetrion, and Ferritor. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah. Oh, I, I, those are the ones that I wrote down as the answer, but they didn't have to be the answer. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so this, yeah. one's, this one's easy. What is Ed Boon, the co-creator of Mortal Kombat's favorite fatality? Scorpions... Um... I don't know what it's called, but the MKX, the MKX fatality of Scorpion. I think it is called You Next. Anyways, the, his favorite fatality is actually Sub-Zero's, where he pulls the neck out from, I think it was Mortal Kombat 3. Okay, no. Well, that's so, a guess. You did well. You did very well. You did very well. So which, 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 which question was worth two points? Uh, there was the secret fight. So you got, oh, five, okay. you got five out of six, which is really good. So you've set the bar. So someone needs to get a perfect score to beat you in the next coming shows. Well, I hope that I can ask the question as well. <laughs> I'll put the question forward to see if these guys are actually Mortal Kombat. That is a great idea, actually. You send me the question for the next I one. I think let's do that. And I will, I will continue the series like that where I'll get a question from the previous person. Or I'll get some from other MK heads out there. Um, well, that concludes it. We've, we've completed our hour in almost perfect time. Um, all I can really say is, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Um, before you go, please check out my YouTube. I'm going to be doing this weekly. Um, there's going to be more episodes. There's, I've got a, a lineup of people that I want to be doing. Um, I'm going to be contacting them weekly as you go along. Please follow me on Twitter. I'm at Sheldzable. My plug is over. Let me check over there. Yeah, it's over there. My YouTube's over there. You can close the chat, like my channel, subscribe to my channel. Um, Obviously, a lot more content like this coming through. Um, you'll see me on Charlie's streams every now and then. You'll also see me competing in anything that he's got going. Um, but my channel is going to be focused on getting to know our competitors. Um, please DM me some suggestions for the show. I loved you guys' questions. They were awesome. Um, next week, we've got Uchicha Lebo, a.k.a. The Mad Titan, a.k.a. Real Life Jacks. And AKA the Legend of the North. Um, I've, I played uh, Lebs quite a few times back in the day. I used to compete at his Monash uh, University uh, tournaments. So please tune in for that. That'll be next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. UK. Sorry, yeah, SA time. So tune in for that. I'll post channels in the YouTubes, in the Discords, um, WhatsApp, whatever. So. On the last note, I have to thank my elder god for today, Charlie Wolf from Charlie Wolf Gaming. Thanks, my man, so much for coming through and starting off this new series of mine. I couldn't have chose a better person to start it off. Um, what you're doing right now is absolutely epic. I am going to be following you all the way through. Um, and I look forward to the next one. So any last words from you, my dude? 
Yes, um, to everybody that's here and might be watching the stream um, after the fact, please tune in next week. We've got our title match in the FGC Africa, which we're calling the Shark Attack. AI Killjoy defending his crown against none other than Mark the Shark. Oh, the, no, I'm so excited for that. The champion of Zambia taking on the champion of South Africa in the shark attack ftc africa next week i think it is on tuesday tuesday at 8 p.m south africa time it's going to be absolutely fantastic um let's see who's going to be the ultimate khan in mortal kombat 11. shark attack next week ftc africa channel tuesday the 16th 8 p.m get hype 100 on that note that's where i'm gonna leave it charlie wolf i'll chat to you later my man Thanks, Sheldon. Thank you. And just keep doing what you're doing. Like it. Sweet, brother. Cheers. Cheers, man.